are listening to the Hey Presley podcast, Bite Size Sunday edition. Hey guys, this is the first episode of Bite Size Sunday, a brief solo show where we'll spend about five minutes covering a specific aspect of health and wellness, and I'll provide you with some tangible advice and practical things that you can do today to improve on whatever that thing is, whether it's a mental block or a thought process, improving sleep or reducing sugar, like meal prepping, you name it. Today, we are going to start with water intake, so let's do it. First, we're going to start with the hype about water intake and why it matters, and then we'll chat a little bit about the recommended amount, and then before I let you go, I'll cover five of my tried-and-true tips to getting those sips in. So what's the big deal? I often hear people say that they drink coffee or tea throughout the day and don't feel dehydrated. However, just like what we've talked about before in regards to health and nutrition, in many cases, you may not know how bad you're feeling until you feel better. And you know, there's very low risk to increasing your water intake. So by doing so, you can truly see and feel if the added fluid improves your energy, your skin, hunger cues, and other physiological responses. A seemingly obvious benefit of drinking water is that it prevents you from getting dehydrated. And dehydration causes your heart to work harder. It can make you feel dizzy, tired, or irritable. It prompts headaches and increases the dryness of your skin. And it also lowers urine output, which is essential for naturally detoxifying your body. But before you even reach that point of dehydration, water benefits the body in a lot of ways. So it helps you sweat, which is essential for releasing toxins. It cleanses waste from your body. It lubricates your joints so that you move better and feel better, which also lessens the discomfort of things like back pain or arthritis. It slows down the visual aging process, which makes your skin look a lot smoother. It helps repair your cells. It aids digestion. It regulates your body temperature. It assists with nutrient absorption and the transportation, helps red blood cells more efficiently carry oxygen throughout your body, and it can even help reduce the urge for addictive substances like caffeine, alcohol, and certain drugs. Man, are you convinced yet? And I told you on the very first podcast, there's no gimmicks and get fit quick tips on this show. Water isn't a miracle liquid, just like anything. And if you chug a gallon today, you won't wake up looking 10 years younger tomorrow, but it is super important and it helps you feel better and your body function better when you consistently get enough water. There's a lot of recommendations out there about how much water you need to drink, and frankly, there's not a black and white answer for everyone. And it depends a lot on your job, like if you work outside, your activity level, your training volume, medications or supplements you take, and so forth. But as a general rule of thumb and a goal to start with, I recommend that my clients get at least half of their body weight in fluid ounces of water each day and more on the days that they work out. As with anything, water intake is a long, consistent game. So drinking plenty of water one day doesn't compensate for being dehydrated the day prior or the next day. But implementing strategies that help you form the habit of drinking more water is your best bet so that over time, getting plenty of H2O in is normal and a regular practice for you. So to cultivate those habits, I'm going to give you five tips right now that you can start immediately to help you boost your water intake. Number one, get a water bottle you love. And this may sound silly, but it truly makes you more likely to reach for that water bottle if it's a color you enjoy, or maybe it has stickers that you've collected. Plus, renewable water bottles are great for the planet, and they're super easy to fill up when you're on the road, at work, or at home. And if your water bottle doesn't already have a straw, that could be a really good addition for you, and many water bottles sell specific ones as an attachment, because research shows that you're more likely to drink more fluids through a straw. I have a Hydro Flask and Yeti is a really similar brand and there's other variations of those insulated, really durable water bottles. And those are really great because they also keep your water cold for a really long time. So even in the Arizona hot summer, like you could leave one of those in the car for for a while and the ice cubes would still be ice cubes when you got back. It's super cool. And bring it with you everywhere. Drinking water 
every time you eat, whether it's a meal or a snack or while waiting in traffic, things like that. Having behavior or time associations with the habit of drinking water helps solidify that behavior sooner. Number two, set alarms on your phone to remind you to drink water. Whenever you're starting a new habit, putting a fail-proof strategy in place is a great thing to do at the beginning because you may not naturally remember to reach for your water if you're new to staying on top of it. Plus, between work meetings or conference calls or picking up kids, whatever you have going on, a little nudge to just remind you to pick up your water bottle is really helpful. And on your phone, you can use the same alarm that you use for the morning and just set it to vibrate instead of the sound and change the name from alarm to drink water and make it go off every hour, every two hours. And you know, when you go all day and forget to stay on top of it, it's really challenging to make up for that at night, A, because it's annoying and B, you don't want to be up all night going to the bathroom, which leads me to tip number three. Number three is increase your intake slowly. Track your water today, and if you're at 20 ounces total, that's fine. Don't jump to half your body weight tomorrow, or you will be in the bathroom every five minutes and be so annoyed with me that you may just ditch this whole drinking water thing altogether. Track your water the first day, and then literally add like five or 10 ounces the next day as your goal. Adjust to that for a few days, and then increase a little more. Let your bladder get up to speed with your goals so you stay hydrated and go to the bathroom regularly, not every five minutes. Number four, use visual goal setting. Let's be honest, regardless of how type A you are or not, it feels really good to check boxes and mark off that you completed something. One way to keep yourself on track and motivated is to write goal boxes or marks or something of that nature on a piece of paper or a whiteboard somewhere that you'll see it throughout the day. Then each time you drink 10 ounces, for example, you can mark that off and strive for the next checkbox. If you'd rather carry a gallon jug or a half gallon around, you could also make marks on the bottle with a permanent marker so you have goal lines to reach by certain times of day, like five dashes and have a time next to each dash so that every two or three hours throughout the day, you're trying to reach that goal. You could also use the five gulp rule, which is something I learned from Heidi Powell. And every time you pick up that jug, take five big gulps of water before putting it down. And then you'll be crushing those incremental goals before you know it. There's also an app called Plant Nanny that some of my friends have used where it takes this really fun game aspect of caring for a plant (laughs) that you have to keep alive by drinking water. Number five, lastly, spice it up. While things like tea or sparkling water still count towards your water intake, there's a lot of value in getting plain, good old water too. And replacing the things you drink frequently with just water, it may help you lower your caloric intake or your sugar intake too. So if you do sparkling water or tea, just make sure that it's unsweetened and it doesn't have artificial flavors added. And then you can also take natural water and make it taste better. Try adding different fruits like fresh cut strawberries or kiwi, lime, lemon, cucumber, watermelon, and even certain spices like mint. You could keep a big jug of this steeping in the fridge to fill up your water bottle throughout the day, or you could just toss a couple pieces of fruit in the bottle that you snagged up in tip one so it'll enhance the flavor of the water you add to it all day long. All right, guys, those are my five tips for today. Get a water bottle you love and a straw to go with it. Set alarms to remind you to drink water. Increase your intake slow and steady over time. Create visual goals like check marks or boxes and flavor your water naturally for a good change of pace that still packs all of the awesome benefits. Put these tips into action and let me know what worked well for you or what your favorite ways are to get more water in by saying hello on Instagram or leaving a review. Share this episode with a friend because chances are they could be getting some more sips in too. Don't forget, in the show notes of this episode, I included a recap of these tips and any links that I mentioned that you may find helpful. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast because I have a lot of good interviews coming up and more bite-sized Sunday shows just like this one that you won't want to miss out on. And lastly, thank you so much again for tuning in. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or just want to spread the love, 
Find me on Instagram at Hey Presley or over at HeyPresley.com slash podcast. Have a wonderful, healthy week and we'll chat soon.